Welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. This week, we talk about what other people think. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you again for listening. Uh, And this week, we're talking about uh, what other people think, and more specifically, uh, why do we care? When should we care? Should we just not care? Because I feel like that phrase gets used as like a double-edged sword. Yeah. Right? Because there's the aspect of you overly care what other people think. Yeah. Like, it's too much in your head. And then there's the aspect of where, like, you wear a badge of honor that... I don't care what people think. Like, right. no, I'm just going to run them over. Right. Like, type deal, you know? Right. Like, yeah, like, both things that are, are not good. And both are destructive. Yeah. But I think part of the dig in here is I think different people have different reasons. Because I would, I would make this argument. I think on some level, everybody rescues, rescues, wrestles, excuse me, wrestles with what other people think and it weighs them down. Mm-hmm. Or it provides an unhealthy pursuit. Yeah. Of something. Yeah. You know? And so I think we all have that. I just want to kind of kind of go through, because you and me are a little bit different on this, because we both identified that we have a wrestle mm-hmm. with what other people think, but it affects us in two different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think as you break that down, like you do, do personality testing or things of that nature, I think you have, we'll just go with two categories, because it's, it's me and Justin, and yeah. we, can, we, we can talk about those. I think you have your task-oriented people, which would be me, right? Your task-oriented people that... They, in their minds, and this is me speaking for myself, like, they want to get to something that is accomplished because they're seeking really that praise of what other people think, mm-hmm. right? They want to be known as somebody who dot, dot, dot. You know, they want to be somebody who is exceptional at, who yeah. is better than everybody else at type deal. And I think that's that's my, where my wrestle comes in, in small things and big things. And then I think you have your heart people, your people that really, really care about people. And so... And this is one like like I feel overwhelmed even even like talking about this, and so maybe you speak more into this. But it's, my question is is like for somebody who's a heart person, is it legitimately like you walk into a room with five people and your brain instantly goes, "Oh, what do they all think about me?" Like like how does it work? Yeah, no, you know I I, I think from a relational standpoint, I'm a, I'm a heart oriented heart person, like you're saying to where. I want to make a connection with people because I want relationships with yeah. people. Um, but I also think maybe I'm an anomaly as you're as you're breaking down these two categories yeah. where I feel like I'm right in the middle of both okay. in the most unhealthy way because, one, I want you to like me, and maybe a way that I get you to like me is by doing things that you like. It's so like by winning at that task. And right. So, hey, I, if I can't win you over with just being me – then I'm going to win you over by doing something for you to make you think that I'm great. Yeah, and and we also kind of talked about this. I think there's a lot of the pursuit mentally of what other people think. Yeah. And I'm trying, I'm trying to quantify this. That really steps into a verbal affirmation. Mm-hmm. Like when I really try and break this down, this verbal affirmation, I think that's where you get get those thoughts or those comments of, well, everybody's saying, or, you know, yeah. you throw, you throw the, the miscellaneous everybody yeah. because one person yeah. made a comment the in 1974 about yeah. your sweater, right? <laughs> everybody hates that. I mean, yeah. anyway, um, you know, and so I think that's where there is a heavy verbal affirmation aspect to this because I think there's, there's and then, then, then the other thing is, is like, I think also when we have that what everybody thinks line, we also have our own scorecard, right? Mm-hmm. 
So like you could be somebody who um, is 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 you know if you ever done love languages, it's um, words of affirmation. You can be somebody who's words of affirmation, but you kind of have a scorecard of what counts for that. Right. Being the person it comes from and what right. they say, what right. they say it about. Right. Yeah. If it's if it's your superior or versus just some random person off the street, who's going to carry more weight in that? Well, obviously your superior, right? Or your spouse or just someone that, that has that closer, going back to the heart people, that closer yep. relationship, that person that you desire to have a closer relationship with, they're going to carry more weight in your in your brain about what they think about you, if that wasn't no, confusing. No, no that, that does make sense because I think there are certain people we'll tag as, yeah. oh, I want to impress them, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the pursuit becomes, I need to do something impressive. And I'm not talking about like you... I wouldn't even put that on a level where it's like we overly idolize. Yeah. Like, I think it's just one of those, we have different people in our life we look up to, we value their relationship, and so maybe you're grabbing lunch with them, and all of a sudden you start to play this game in your head of, okay, what can I say to be impressive yeah. to this particular yeah. person? You know, because they're, in your mind, they're like a high value, high roller, whatever, and it and it really becomes a little bit unhealthy. Yeah. It, it, in a lot of ways, <clears throat> excuse me, and I, and I don't want to try to, to, to sidetrack us, but it's when I'm, when I'm asking myself why, like, why do we do that? It's because it's a way for me to define value for myself. Maybe, mm. you know, like it's a, why do, why do I want to impress Matt? Like, why do I care what he yeah, thinks? Well, <laughs> I really bad, don't, bad example. Go ahead. No, right, go but ahead. if I did and, and, and I'm like, Oh man, he, I, I've, I've been able to get praise from Matt. I assign that as value to myself and I and my question is 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 why do we do that? Like why would I why do I get my value from someone else's kind of opinion of me? Yeah, and I think where this dives into because we mentioned in our pre conversation about this before we got on got on got on the air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's recording in an office, but when we were talking about it, like there is a pride issue, but it's not the. Uh, the bull in a china shop pride issue. Yeah. It's not the, oh, puff your chest out, look at me. It's a, you're trying to find your self-definition based on an earthly value. Yeah. And it's really interesting, like, when, when, when I try to sit here and break down, like, okay, so, so for me, where I chase the what people think line too far, what we'll say, where, where it starts to become like, hey, I need people to say this or react in this way to my efforts so that I feel valued. And that's really, I think it like we get now that I'm hearing the words come out of my mouth. Yeah. It's at the end of the day. So I can sit down and be like, Oh wow. <clears throat> I really am special. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think that's where we try to get that value from the wrong place. Mm. Right. Yeah. You, you literally are trying to define your worth based on opinion perception right which is a moving target right and and completely opposite of of the unmoving target that we have in god's word of what he says and what he thinks about us and and it's you know and maybe this is a different podcast or we can dive into this but or maybe you guys have answers to this feel free to to write in and, and email us your your responses but why do we choose the moving target over the the stable target mm. of God's word. Like yep. why, why if, if I know what God says about me and I know what he's called me to, why is that not enough? Like, why do I need the affirmation of others around me? And now let me hear me say this. I think God uses those that are around us in healthy ways. Those that are abiding in him and that are connected to him 
to to speak through them to us. And so I think that we can't just completely ignore, like you said earlier, we can't just ignore what people think. If we're on the other spe- end of that spectrum and we're going, I don't care what anybody thinks, that's not good either. Uh, we have trusted advisors and friends in our lives, hopefully, uh, to help us with that. But But why does it, for me, guys, give me some answers here. Why why does it tip over into that unhealthy, I care what they think, but I care too much about what they think. Right. And so I think there's a double line. Because I think, once again, if you're talking about the, I care what people think because that's building my self-worth. And then there's the, I'm going to say the egomaniac side. Where, yeah. Well, I don't care what people think. Yeah. You know, I'm just yeah. going to, like, the unvalued, which is unhealthy completely the other way because... I think the tension that I always get to within this is like, well, there's an aspect in Scripture where God is the the highest value. And mm-hmm. so what he says, regardless of what people think, that's your obedience line, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. over and over in Scripture, you see God, God asking his people to do some weird things. Yeah. And they're mocked, they're made fun of. I mean, there's there's a story about a prophet, if you want to dive in that legitimately was like laying on his left side for like a hundred and some days cooking his food over dung. Right. To be a demonstration to the people of like this judgment that was coming and he laid on his other side and it was this symbolism. Um, and you're just sitting there going like, if you want to put the what what were people thinking? I mean, yeah. go John the Baptist, right? Yeah. Uh, he lived an alternative lifestyle, but he was an influencer. Right. right? right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, way to bring it to modern yeah, day terms. Exactly. But like you just think about all these things. You look at the way Jesus lived and walked like different level outside of the realm of the way quote unquote normal people exist. And it's almost like there's this peace line they found in like, no, I do care about other people and their eternity and them knowing God, but I don't care about the hollow prideful perceptive values that I have in wanting their opinion. Yeah. And it's a hard line. It's a really tough balance. And so part of me, like when I'm trying to tear this down in myself, I think really, and this is this is a speaking for me, okay? We're going to throw Matt under the bus on this one. All right. I think what I'm seeking, and I'm just going to use aggressive language, I'm, I am seeking worship of other people on the my attributes that I want worshiped. Mm. Right? Because mm. we go back to, like, because a lot of mine, I think I can tie back to a title, like, oh, it's a pastor or a dad or an mm-hmm. uh, athlete, like, historically in my life. Like, I want to be known as this, mm-hmm. and I want to hear people say, hey, man, you're the best at. You're yeah. amazing. You're better than er- You have a gift. And I'm really seeking a worship-type moment where I'm the center of it. Mm. Right? Yep. Or it's the other side, which this has been time where, I, well, I just don't care what people think, and I'm just going to, like, plow over them and, and go get the goal, and then everybody's going to look at me like, man, he, he's a he's a beast. He really got there, you know. And I think both of those really revolve around, for for me, with, with my miss on this, they really revolve around, like, it being all about me. Yeah. Thank you, Rick Warren. Sponsored by <laughs> Purpose Driven Life. No, but um, I think that's where, where the struggle comes in. Yeah. But how do you, so, so, so identify that tension and it goes back to, and I know a lot of our stuff in here, really it goes back to where my relationship with God is at. Mm-hmm. Because if my focus is on him, because I think here's the trap, when my catalyst to my daily living is on what people think and am I getting the verbal praise that I desire, 
when that's the catalyst, I become very toxic. Oh, yeah. Like, I emotionally yeah. become toxic, right? Because when I don't get it, then the funny thing is, is when I'm pursuing that and I don't get it, if it's my fault, I'm mad at everybody else about it. Yeah. If I can recognize that it's my fault, that I didn't get the praise. Or if I didn't get the praise, well, it's definitely somebody else's fault. Yeah. And you end up like, you know, you, you end up in that situation where you're like driving home and grinding your teeth yeah. and like telling somebody off in your head. Or, or if you're me, it's not anybody else's fault. It's my fault. And why am I not good enough? You know, and, and, so like and it, crazy wallow and self pity. Yeah. And, okay. and either, either one of those illustrations is really unhealthy and really, Absolutely. really wrong. That's not, that's not the way God intended it. That's not the way it should be. But let me ask this question. So we all have bosses. Most of you, have, I guess, listening have bosses or people that you're you're trying to... Those of you that are married. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, refer to our marriage podcast. Uh, we are not experts. Um, those of you that are that are working or, you know, maybe maybe you stay at home or whatever, there's, there's, there's always someone to answer to. So how in those situations, while... While you're not, how do I word this? You, you, you are looking for their approval and praise in those situations, mm-hmm. right? You have a job to do. You mm-hmm. have to do a good job at it. You have to know verbally they're going to tell you whether you're doing a good job or a bad job. But where does that kind of tactical like work line get mixed in with the, oh, my boss says that I didn't do a good job here, so now I'm complete garbage you know what i mean like like that's that's not what that is right like but i know for myself and i know for others we take it there right like it's a oh i got a loss on the scorecard i should just give up you know like so how so where does that line at well and the funny thing is is like when you're talking about a loss i don't think we're just talking about a mistake yeah like something that you actually messed up on i think we're talking about a impossible mental achievements like like what about when it's just a difference of opinion and you just learned it right but they're your boss or there's somebody that in that situation you value and their yes. opinion needs to be the one that's followed but it's not yours and we still check check it on the on the we're we're a screw up column right right, right. and so well, it's, state your question one more time because like i had it right there uh it's just we there are people that we have to answer to so how do we make sure that we're we're taking in what they tell us and and their opinions, but not taking it too far and skewing it to where it's it's becoming about our our identity or our pride or or whatever. Like because we do have to answer to those people. We do ha- we do have to care about what certain people think because it may be our job or it may be where we're at in our life. Yeah. No, I think you. There is an aspect you just across the board. I think you do, in the right way, have to care about what people think, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, you just become one of those like um, assaulting social media posters that yeah. suddenly you're not on social media, you're face-to-face with people, and it just doesn't go well. But I think part of what rings out in my mind is like, so for me, I think one of my key identifiers is when I start being all in my emotions about stuff like that, right? When I start being competitive, I have to remind myself that I need the full picture. So number one, I need to be able to take, because part of this, I feel like what we're addressing is an accountability hindrance. Mm. Tell me everything that I do good, but don't address anything that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And when somebody addresses something I need to work on, what happens? You lose it. You lose it, right? And why is that? Because your value is so tied up in your worth being what you do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I think that's, 
I think that's it. I think really when we dig down and we have to identify the win in being obedient, not an outcome, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm using Justin's words against him. This is enjoyable. <laughs> it's wonderful for me. I'm not squirming in my no. chair. No. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm at the same time realizing what I'm saying and trying to apply it to my life, and now I'm squirming in my own chair. <laughs> but I think there has to be this point for us spiritually where we have to continue to learn that being in God's presence is all we need to That's do. Right? Like, at the end of the day, you you walk through your day with God. Everything else take care, takes care of itself, right? Yeah. Because, because if you do that, then all of a sudden, when you have successes, the successes are to the glory of God. When you have failures... That's right. That's absolutely right. Your failures have already been covered by the blood of Christ, and you're not turning to God in shame, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens with us is we allow ourselves to drift from that baseline. Mm-hmm. And we get into a state where all of a sudden we're not including God in our daily rhythm, in our daily walk. You know, and I'm not and I'm not solely just talking about quiet time here or time with God. That's that's how I value. I'm talking about the concept of like as you're walking through your day, you're continuously having conversation with God. Like as you're getting reamed out by your boss, as you're getting negative feedback, as somebody says this cuttingly to you, what I'm really bad at is not going, okay, God, help me sort through this. Yeah, or on the on the flip side of that, yeah. it, you can be getting reamed out, but what if you're getting praised for what you've done? Yeah. We also need to be at a place when we're getting the praise to go, yep. yeah, pat myself on the back, look what I did, because that's unhealthy too. Like, yep. Understand that you're getting a compliment and praise God for that, but that's, like you said, that's to God's glory. That's not to your glory. That's to God's glory that he used you to be able to do something that was valuable. And I think too often in my own eyes, if I'm being honest, when, when that praise comes to me, it's it's that pat on the back, that checkbox. Yep, got value now. And Yeah, because essentially what you're doing is you're robbing the praise, right? Absolutely. Like, like, and, that's, and that's something, and, and this is something that I, I, I don't know how to do. Can I just say I don't know how to do this? Yeah. So like when somebody comes up to me, I'm in ministry, so this, this happens, and they go like, hey, that was a great sermon. <clears throat> and then I find myself trying to like, no, we're going to we're gonna glorify God. Like, I will always find myself saying some type of cliche, and I haven't figured out fully how to navigate that well yet. Like, I don't know how to, like, if you come up and say, hey, like, Justin, hey, you did a great job leading worship this morning. So if somebody came to me and said something like that, I'd be like, ah, yep, God be the glory. And all of a sudden, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm a bumper sticker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, for me, I think in that instance, it's, what I'll typically will say is, thank you so much. That that encourages me a lot. Because, again, that does encourage me. That's not talking about the greatness that I've done. That's not robbing God of His glory. And I know in my own brain, in my own mind, oh, thank God. You know, like, yep. God, thank you for for using me. So maybe, maybe you just need to say thank you and smile, you know? You want me to smile? I'll just start with thank you then. Have you ever seen me like like smile? Is it like like you make an angry face? Well, it's like, it's like you're gritting your teeth. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have smile training later in the day. Um, but uh, as we close out, I uh, just want to kind of challenge you. Like, I want you to take a few minutes and think about the places in your life, uh, the categories in your life. Think about those places you are searching for what other people think. Like, think about those little litmus tests you have out there. Of like, hey, if if I need to hear this today, or if your your project or 
object oriented, your your success oriented or task oriented. Think about the project you're working on and the things you're playing in your mind of like my boss is going to tell me this or my spouse is going to tell me this or this person I look up to is going to recognize, wow, I've done a great job. Just really think and pray through those and look for opportunities throughout your day to instead of overly pursuing or underly pursuing what people think, really pursue to bring glory to God. That's right. Absolutely. Well, we thank you for listening. We hope this was helpful, and we will see you next week.